Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We're sound off 13 on Twitter. Tim Wielden writes, you know you have married well when your wife points out John Sears to you in the airport. Oh, that's why he's not here. That's why he's not here. He's just hanging out at the airport. Words evolve. Sometimes that's a good thing. And sometimes it's what's bugging Andy. Guys, at the point I'm recording this, I don't know what will become of the situation involving Bill Fenley and Iowa State women's basketball. What I do know is that the situation has provided us with some interesting conversation topics, ones that we've taken seriously. One of those involves the word thug. There, I said it. I figured I'd better say it now because before long, I don't think I'll be able to. Thug is an evolving word in the English language. It's hardly the first one that's done that. At this point, that evolution is very incomplete. So thug not only means different things to different people, it can also depend on the context in which it's being used. I have never ever considered the word thug to have a racial connotation to it. And I've used it many times. To me, it means someone who uses violence or physical intimidation to get their way and often enjoys that kind of power. Luca Brazzi was a thug. The guy who attacked Nancy Kerrigan for Tanya Harding is a thug. And yeah, I'd call Suge Knight a thug, though probably not to his face. When I think thug, I think of people who love intimidating through their Glock, their dog, or their giant truck with huge tires and angry bumper stickers. I think of the guys who would beat up homeless people and then put the videos on YouTube. I think of looters, dog fighters, and the men who attack referees on the fields at Little League sporting events. Some of them might be black, but that is not why I would call them thugs. I get it though, language evolves. A good friend of mine in grade school was biracial. He used the word mulatto. At some point, that fell out of fashion and now no one uses it. My grandfather grew up in Southern Missouri. He used the word colored. We'd say, Grandpa, that's not really a nice word. And he'd say, no, no, that is the nice word. It's the one we were told to use by the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. He was right, but that's another word that has evolved. And using it the old way will make you sound like a grandfather from Southern Missouri, and no one wants that. So I'm going to have to be careful to consider context when I'm using the word thug. And more than likely, I'll need to wean myself off of it altogether. If you don't, if you keep using a word that makes people cringe, then it's clear you're doing that to be defiant and no one likes people like that. Besides, language will evolve whether you like it or not. So 
I'll have to find another word to use. And if I had to guess, I'd say that one will probably evolve too. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Nicely done, Andy. Why is Jake Arietta in tonight's Who's in Your Five? Find out next. Shout out to Nation or Murphy Keith on Facebook. Uh, of Scott's Niang for Mayor video, Teresa Schaefer Jones writes, Love Scott Sipker's creativity, and George was great too. Laugh out loud, funny. Kurt Johnson counters with, Love George, love Scott. No part of that was funny. Maybe the worst nice guy video I've ever seen. The acting was horrible, and I expected that from George, but the other two were just as bad. Is he talking about the baby? Glad he has basketball to fall back on. Too bad Scott doesn't. So, so you don't think he liked that video? <laughs> I don't or? think he liked it. Uh, Todd Parkhurst writes, that was hilarious and awesome. There you go. All right. Uh, who's in your five? Sports beard, Scott, number five. James Harden. He sucks at basketball, but it's a good beard. Number four. Hulk Hogan, two different color beard. Number three. Bill Jackson. I mean, this is like me. That's me. That looks like you. Actually, that's weird. Number two. Former Buffalo Bills quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Go Bills. And number one, sports beard. I've Jake, got an idea. No hitter, Arietta. The inspiration for my current beard. Underwear spokesmodel. And I mean Jake Arietta, not Scott. Although, hey, uh, cheers. I would do that. Oh, yeah. Cheers, cheers Keith. Yep. Mm. All right. Back to the calls. Brad and Jack are listening uh, to WHOTV.com in Seattle, Washington. Um, Brad and Jack, what are your thoughts tonight? Uh, I just have to say we love the show all the way out here. Thanks, guys. Oh, wait, we you, you probably love soccer out there, right? They love it out here. Are you kidding me? They pack 60,000 people into the football stadium for the game. What, what do you think about an MLS team in, in Iowa? Uh, i, I got to be honest. I laughed at first, but it would be neat to see. I mean, who knows? All right. That, hey, that's yeah, good. I'll, I'll take, take that. It. I'll take, take that. It. What else is on your mind in Seattle? I just had to say, you know, I, I love what Nicky Moody did for Iowa State and everything, but I just have a hard time believing that Bill Fennelly has a racist bone in his body whatsoever. The lawyers have said it, 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 he does not have to be racist for there to be discrimination. Do you get that distinction? I just don't see any of that in there. I mean, he may be a tough coach, but I would think that's what you would want as a player in order to get you over the hump. Yeah, I think he's an equal opportunity disciplinarian. I do. Um, I, I, I said everything, I guess, I, I think, yeah. in, in uh, Murphy's Law. I won't repeat and myself word, you here. You can legally discriminate. You just can't do it in some of those categories, and race is one of them. Skip is in Altoona. Uh, Skip, what do you think about Scott's idea to bring the MLS to Iowa? I believe that there's a, a, an adequate fan base in the greater Iowa area for soccer. I'm neither for or against soccer because I don't know the game, but I think there's a fan base that could do it. And certainly, the only, prob the only, the only problem is that the Central Iowa has a tendency to not follow a team that isn't a constant winner. And if they have a couple of three bad seasons, they would lose that fan base. All right, Skip, thank you. Uh, Skip, put Skip down for a maybe. That's a maybe. I'll take yes. maybes. I'm collecting yeah. maybes right now. All you got to do is get the stadium built. You get <laughs> all those right. millions together. This is a slam dunk or a goal. A goal. Right? I guess, yeah. yeah. It's a goal. It's a big a goal. At hat trick. Uh, better spring, cyclone football or Hawkeye football? Face off is next.
emails to soundoff at whotv.com. The world is not better off with suck-up coaches coddling victim mentality players. Bill Fenley is the best thing that ever happened to ISU women's basketball and many of the players who have played for him, according to Sanford and Ames. Time for face-off. No beard off would attract more viewers, but it, time for face-off. You're jealous. Better spring football, Iowa or Iowa State? I'm going to say Iowa. Kirk Ferentz received the National Coach of the Year Award, and the Hawks won 12 games last season. Spring football doesn't count, but an undefeated regular season does. It's Iowa State. Hope springs eternal, and Cyclone fans needed hope. Now they have it. Best ISU spring in years. It, both, it's, it's good. Both programs are sitting nice. Both were good. Uh, Travis Hines was the first to report that camping out at Hilton Coliseum for big basketball games will continue. Good idea? Sure. Camping out is pretty ridiculous, but doing pretty ridiculous stuff is partly what makes college so damn great. <laughs> this is I one of the more the, innocent ridiculous. I hate the expression, better safe than sorry. I prefer better smart than stupid. So for those of you who are camping out, be smart with those space heaters. It's too dang cold without it. Camping out is a good idea. As long as the Cyclones keep winning, they start losing and, and no one's camping out in the Revenant. Uh, Wright Thompson wrote a fascinating deep dive on the secret life of Tiger Woods. While Sports Illustrated asked, what happened? I'm asking, will Tiger win another major? I'd give almost anything in sports to see Tiger hunting down Speed Day or Rory on Sunday. If Tiger can get healthy, he has more than a decade left of chances. I'd love to see it, Scott, but I don't think we will. Tiger's body's breaking down. I think Michael Jordan's right. Tiger's done. I'm afraid you're right. Yeah. Uh, Scott Friday, I turned my head for just a few minutes and returned to find you teaching my 12-year-old son how to play poker. How do you defend this? Well, first, poker is a life skill that teaches you to read people and lie about how good you have it. Second, gambling should be illegal anyway. Third, he's 12, year old, 12 years old and he had $5 in his pocket. That might be the easiest five bucks I've ever made. Thanks, Keith, for raising a sheltered child. Have you no shame, sir? Nice foot long sandwich. Have you no shame? Over under, overrated the Cubs on CSN. And underrated the Cubs on WGN. Yes. The way it should be. Uh, the way it used to be. All right, uh, you dropped something there. As cap. is often the, the tradition, Cheezer gets a word in, probably on the Royals. Cheezer? Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, Cheezer, I'm good. How are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm going to uh, I'm going to Mickey's and Clive Wednesday night to pick up some chicks. You're going to pick up more chicks, Cheezer. Thanks for letting <laughs> yeah, us know. Yeah, that, that it's going to really help your game. <sighs> That'll do it for us. We are back next week. John Sears returns next week. No offense, Scott. No, it's all right. I uh, hope you are too. Hope you're back as well. We leave you with the sound off, send off. Cheers. Sound off What's 1000 up, is just two weeks away. That's two weeks from tonight. And we'll catch up with many old friends throughout the entire 20 years, including this guy. Do you remember this guy, Scott? I do, from my childhood. That is Chris from Green Bay. And for Sound Off 1000, uh, he's back. Notice Although, that shirt. Yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly what he's doing here, but we will find out um, in two weeks for, <laughs> for Sound Off 1000. Oh, hang on. Hang on just a second, Scott. Oh, yeah. Oh. First appearance tonight. Oh, here we are. This is the uh, live Eagle Cam. Eagle Cam. It's See, become kind of a tradition here on Soundoff. Favorite thing in the this, sh- 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 Turn that music down. You don't want to yeah. wake these eagles. Oh man, look at that.
I think these eagles are asleep. Are they if you're going to play anything, I think they're eating. For God's sakes, let it be patriotic. This is or America's some symbol of freedom. What about Prince? Yeah, there you go. Purple rain, maybe. Okay, Scott, you uh, are a yeah. host of The Great Outdoors. I am, yes. Iowa Outdoors. Iowa Outdoors. On Great Iowa Outdoors is a movie with John Candy. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, what's going that on right here? Well, right now, in 10 the seconds or less, are eating the fleas off of each other like monkeys. You didn't that, know that about it. Is that true? That is true, yeah. And I think that's a perfect time to end the show.